That's Shekana featuring Kyle, I think Dooch, uh, Back to the Beach. And this is Lifetime Live if you've just joined us. Thank you for staying with SAFM, leading the conversation on this uh, 21st of March 2019, being Human Rights Day. My name is Asanda Beda. Did you know that it's also International Day of Forests? That's what we spoke about earlier on planting the seeds with the Minister of Agriculture. Of course, I was going to add that there. I just needed to. Okay, FYI. All right, so it is Human Rights Day. We're talking safety in our communities. You can call us on 891 WhatsApp us 61 SMS us on 40938. And SMSs are charged at 150 per SMS. You can also share with us what this day means to you. As a human being, what rights would you like to touch on in terms of what you've experienced and in what, what you're lacking as well? So, do uh, contact us or, or uh, communicate with us at SAFM Radio is our Twitter handle. So we welcome in studio now Dumi Chiola, who is youth activist and volunteer at Gunfree SA, as well as Marianne Lubele, who is youth project officer at Gunfree SA and trainer at the Children's Radio Foundation. Of course, if you follow SAFM, you'll note that those are the guys that bring us the radio workshop. Welcome, guys. Hey, to hey, Lifetime hey. Live. Thank you very Hi. much for welcoming us. How are you guys doing today? We good. How are you? So, uh, we could. So, Gunfree South Africa has launched a community safety toolkit, and this is to build safer communities, um, you know, and also to commemorate Human Rights Day. So, there's a launch that you had yesterday to me. Mm-hmm. Just, just tell us about what um, culminated to get to this uh, community safety toolkit, first of all, and then we'll talk about the launch. Yeah. So, what basically, this? so basically, with the, the toolkit, um, it was made to provide young people with a set of tools you know, in building safer communities. And also it's there to enable young people to engage with the policy making process through providing information on the history of gun control in SA and also having an influence on the gun laws. So we have um, ways as to how you can have an influence on the um, policies of guns. So we are encouraging young people to have an input on those policies. So the toolkit is basically giving information to young people. Um, it has myths, it has an introduction to guns, the laws, the history of guns. Then it also have um, the myth busters, because there's a whole lot of myths that people have, like a gun is there to control, uh, to, to, to protect me, um, guns are cool. So the toolkit is basically there to help people, feed people with information as to Mm-hmm. The dangers of guns. So yeah, basically that's the the main aim of the toolkit. Uh, Marianne, what went into compiling this toolkit? Um, a lot of statistics, a lot of research, and a lot of uh, so as bigger than life. Bigger than life is a team under the Children's Radio Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been working closely with Gun Free South Africa, and so we've also been going out into the community and having a lot of outreaches, mm-hmm. um, which is basically us going to the community, seeing young people's views when it comes to guns, what mm-hmm. they feel, how they feel about guns, where they're at, and it kind of, that's how it was decided as to, okay, they lack information on this, and so that's what we should put into the toolkit. There's thoughts around this, and that's how we came about with mm-hmm. the Mythbusters, mm-hmm. so it, we, we know where they're at, and then just trying to shift that by giving them the actual facts behind all their thoughts and ideas. Mm. And what are young people saying about guns and access thereto? Um, a lot of people do believe that guns are easily accessible. Mm. Like we've spoken to several young people and they do feel that if I wanted a gun today, I'm pretty sure I'll I could get, it. get to it. Yeah. And that is one of the biggest issues. The fact that um, the easy access to guns and that's why we feel the need for stricter gun laws. So that people don't have that mindset that if I wanted mm. a gun today, I could easily get it. Mm. Do me, how do we connect this topic of gun use or gun 
uh, you know, the, the thoughts around it and the beliefs around it. And you speak of myths and we will also just unpack what those are. How do we connect this to safety and building safer communities? So um, basically, um, we're also trying to give alternatives um, to kids because there are a whole lot of attitudes that kids have that we're trying to change, as Marianne said. And it's one of the things that um, contribute to the myths. So us, we're trying to give alternatives to young people and saying, rather join sports. And um, unlike being part of um, gangs and that leading to um, you being a statistic of gun violence, so we're trying to give young people alternatives and we're doing outreach programs and educating young people on guns particularly and yeah just trying to give them alternatives you know because we live in communities whereby um there's a lack of i'd say good role models mm. you know so we're trying to paint paint um, young people so that we change a good mindset and good attitude while they're still young. Are young people feeling generally powerless when it comes to their safety? Um, I'd say yeah, because we also have parks from our township, Alexandra. We have parks. Um, parks were made for kids, but you find that the older people are there um, doing their own things, and they also have guns. So when you're coming to the park, um, you do not have the freedom that you deserve. So young people are feeling powerless, and I think that's also the contribution that leads them to also being one to be part of gangs so that they, you know, um, so that they have, you know, the power because they feel like when you're in the gang and you um doing all these bad things then you have all the power. So we're not saying that. We're just trying to create safer spaces for young people. So yeah, I, think, I think young people feel powerless, you know, they feel powerless. So we're trying to... Like just create safer spaces for them, you know. Mm. And parks are also mainly the places that we also trying to create a safer space for young people for to, recreational you know, to, activities yeah, as well to enjoy themselves. And that powerlessness also relates to a lack of trust in mm. indi- individual groups or bodies like the police, mm, mm, law mm, enforcement. Do mm. me mentioning role modeling that's lacking in communities, mm. uh, Marianne. Oh, you want me to add on mm. to that? Um, I do believe that it, it, the trust isn't there, especially considering that yeah, I, I'm just going to emphasize what he said in terms of the parks. That's our favorite example because um, there's certain parks that are kind of used as party venues, mm. almost like at a certain time, you know, you can't be at this park because people are going to be there drinking. They're going to be smoking. They're going to be doing things that aren't mm. me- typically associated with young people or children rather Mm -hmm. and so those spaces just are disregarded as safe spaces and they shouldn't be naturally when a child wants to play they should be able to go to the park Um, wanting to go out for a morning jog wanting to take care of your health in those type of elements should be something that should be somewhat of a norm and the fact that it can't be like that because our community isn't the safest or you don't feel comfortable or you're worried that someone might pull out a gun on me this might happen to me that might happen is something that we're trying to help other young people try change because at the end of the day it can't just take us as a few young reporters at alexandra but having other young people share their views share what they would like to see change how i'm um, giving them empowering them to be part of that change is something we're working towards and talking about being part of that change i mean in the news yesterday we heard this graphic and really 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 depressing story of a nine-year-old raped uh, with the 13 year old uh, older sister or cousin at home nine year old being killed after being raped and the 13 year old being raped and almost left for dead mm. these are kids that are school holidays chilling at mm. home 
Mm-hmm. I mean, when we talk of safety in communities and you talk about that uh, collaboration where, you know, there are neighbors around and we don't know where, you know, who was in the house and who was supposed to be in the house looking after the kids. But that collaboration in terms of people also taking the initiative to look out for others mm. to me. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing that I also wanted to emphasize um, is that the people that we have to go seek help from are working with the people that are hurting us. Mm. So you find that people end up now taking matters into their own hands. Mm. So can we really even blame young people for having a distrust in authority figures? Nah, I don't. don't, It's it's the head. You know, once the head is just... And hence the lashing out of having parties, doing things that are detrimental to one's health, drinking to a pulp. You know, so I think it's the head. So hence we're trying to... Make sure that kids are active citizens at a very young age. Yeah. I started this when I was 16 years old and 22 this year, and I'm still continuing with this journey. So we're trying to empower other young people, you know, as Mary Ann said, to be active citizens in their community. If ever you see anything wrong, do not even fear to report it because we're going to deal with it accordingly. Mm. Yeah. So at the launch, uh, you were handing out these toolkits or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, were we were handing out these toolkits to the kids and mm-hmm. also sharing the information that is in the book. So as I said earlier on, that module one, it's on the history of guns. Then module two, it's on the myths. Then module three, it's on the the overall, the, what's this? Um, like alternatives mm-hmm. and places to find help. What is it that you can also do if um, how to report a crime, how to have an influence on the policy making of gun laws? So basically, the it's 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 an introduction to guns. It has the body, then it has the conclusion as to how can we stop gun violence in the community. So, what are some of those myths, uh, Mary, and uh, that you know you come across as when you engage with other young people? Uh, one of them, you said that the accessibility of guns mm-hmm. is another point. What else? Well, unfortunately, the accessibility of guns isn't a myth. Uh, It's a fact a lot of young people can easily access guns because there's a lot of illegal guns in the market. Um, But a few myths are how uh, people believe that you can use a gun to actually protect yourself when you're actually four times more likely Mm. to get injured by your own gun than you are to actually use it to protect yourself. Another myth is that females are affected more by guns than males, and that isn't true. Uh, the, The demographic of people who are affected by guns are young black males and I guess that's that kind of goes back to why we feel the necessity to um, bring this up bring this issue up in our community because our community is filled with young black males and we're trying to change that statistic we're trying to make them more people than they are just statistics due to guns where are these uh, young people accessing these guns where are they getting them from and I'd be, how? I'd be lying if I gave you specific answers, but they, like I said, you, you don't—they don't give you that information. No, no, no. But they do say. I'm sure if I called certain people and asked mm. for a gun, I'd be able to get it. I remember I spoke to one guy, and he was like, "I'm sure a young 900 could get me a handgun." Yeah, they also. What steal. does that mean? What What is a young 900? A 900 simple 900 rand, rand note, yes. yeah. uh, money, money, wise. yes. 400, you can simply get. So basically, they steal these guns. You know, there's a lot of a lot illegal of, guns out there, yeah. and so mm. that's that's one of our biggest issues. 
Wow. Well, okay. We're talking about uh, ensuring safety in our communities, more specifically gun safety and access there too. With Mary Ann Lubele, who's Youth Project Officer at Gun Free SA and uh, trainer at the Children's Radio Foundation, as well as Dumi Chiola, who's Youth uh, Activist and Volunteer at Gun Free SA. Our time being half past one, and of course, this is Lifetime Live. You can engage with us. You can WhatsApp uh, 061-410-4107. SMS us on 409 at 150 per SMS. I think the thing that sticks out for me is how young people are not afraid of guns. Yeah, you know, I think it also comes back to the attitude and I think a whole lot of parents feed into this attitude of buying kids toy guns, Mm -hmm. you know, because when you grow up, now you need a real gun just so you feel how it is to hold. Like I grew up having a mom that didn't want me to own a gun. So even today, I do not even have like, you know, an interest of owning a gun. So I think it goes back to parents, you know, they should just watch what they're teaching their kids. I mean, they'd buy a gun and say they're teaching their kid to be a policeman, but the society that you live in, the role models that you have, you next thing, you know, you're turning left. So we don't need that. So that, those are the type of things that we're trying to educate kids that no. Mm-hmm. Join sports, rather join sports, do something that's going to be help you to be active, something that's going to change your life for the good. Because being part of gangs, being part of gun violence, we all know how it ends, you know. So it's very, it's very normal, you know, like living in a township like Alex, um, so many things that are weird are very normal. They've been normalized. Yeah, they've been normalized. Because even with uh, TV games, even with what we're watching on television Mm. or what our children are watching Mm. on television, Mm. young people Mm. are watching on television, it's it's normalized to have a gun and to shoot at someone. So that's the other thing. Like you, I don't want to mention names of these soapies. Like it, it, I don't know. Violence is everywhere. Yeah, they do not even, you know, have a message, you know, that guns are bad. They just, you know. So, yeah, it's bad. It's just adding uh, a, a very bad attitude to people, mm. you know. So, yeah, it's a whole lot of things. Is that, that something the toolkit also touches on, how guns are normalized even from a, a younger age or the parents giving the kids yeah, the yeah. type mm. of entertainment that says it's normal to have a gun? Yeah. Yeah, so a couple of chapters that are covered in the toolkit is gun control, which basically looks at the law. Mm. Um, I know there's also how to... Uh, make submissions to parliament which also has to do with the law then we look at youth and guns we look at men and guns and women and guns and then we also look at gun free zones so those are the top categories that we feel like are nicely summarized for young people to be able to take in because the thing with stuff like toolkits um you know when you get a book because we were handing out the hard copy yesterday Mm. but the amazing thing about the toolkit is that there's a soft copy well an e-copy rather Mm. where you can get onto a link and actually access it via the internet and knowing that today's generation is very Technological, they're more on their phones than they are mm. likely to go out and look for a book. Um, it's easily accessible for them. And so, um, just having it out there for them, it's just so it, it was, it's nicely summarized. These images, be- color, whereas with a book, sometimes it's really overwhelming to just see tons and tons of words and numbers and having to try to take that all in. So, that's the lovely thing about the toolkit the fact that it's, it's really been made youth friendly, easy to take in. It's, it's, it's very summarized, straight to the point. And I think that's something young people could actually find interesting instead of just looking at all these words, all this information that slightly becomes overwhelming. And 
and then losing interest in it. Where have you found loopholes in our policy, in, in our laws in South Africa as gun-free SA that if we said a policymaker was listening right now, they need to hear from you to young people? Mm, um, I think the, the age, I think 21, like you can get a gun when you're 21. I think also that 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 policy, it's just not, I don't think a 21-year-old is fit enough to make wise decisions whenever they're holding a gun. You know, and also the fact that anyone can just have a gun, you just have to get mm-hmm. a license. So I think that's also one of the things they have to look at. Guns must just be for officers, you know, not just the random civilians, you know. Mm. Um, adding on to the age one, the re- I think another reason the age one really stands out for us is because mm. at some point last year we did um, surveys just so that we can get the views and attitudes of people living in Alexandra when it comes to guns. And so one of the questions was, at what age do you think people should be able to get a gun? Mm. And so currently we're sitting at 21. And a lot of people were like, so we did young people and adults just to... Balance. Get everyone's, we had to balance it out. And a lot of people were, first of all, they didn't know that it's 21. They don't really know the laws in guns. And quite a few people mm-hmm. did admit that. And so looking at the fact that it is 21, a lot of people didn't circle 21 as an option. So obviously we didn't tell them, but we wanted to see where they thought it was. I think the first, it was like multiple choice. The mm-hmm. first option was 16, 18, and then there was 21 and then over 21. Like, yeah. I think it was 25 and up, right? Yeah. And then a lot of people went for 25 and up. And when we asked why, they said, because when you look at the life of the average person, you're at school till you're 18, and then you're at university till about the age of 21. You haven't really had a sense of mm. what the world is like. You've kind of been in school for your whole life. And so going out into the kind of having your first few experiences of the real world, life out there, the tough decisions you have to make, um, the tough situations you have to face um being 21 is kind of really it's it's still a learning age and for you to be able to get a gun a lot of hasty decisions can be made especially considering that it's your first time being um, exposed to all these real life experiences all um like tough decisions Mm. facing rejection when looking for jobs and stuff like that that does tend to take a lot of people into depression we've seen that with a lot of um like it was there was a point in south africa where tito was crying that young people in school are facing depression because it's so tough and now finally getting out of school having hopes that you're going to get a job and now that's a new bridge that you're trying to cross it's so difficult that's another thing that can set a person right back into depression and being able to access a gun because you're now 21 is something that's just i don't think it's the greatest thing ever Mm. what's the response been so far to the toolkit uh the response um we launched it yesterday um we launched it at mc whaler primary school so the reviews from that it's actually good it's actually good we also have it online we'll share the link um later on before we leave so the response to the toolkit has been very great like as mary ann said a whole lot of people did not even know that the age to own a gun was 21. so it has a whole lot of informative um information that people can learn from so the response has been really great. We're still going to do a whole lot of launches uh, so that we just spread the word and get it out there. When is the next launch? So the next launch for now, we know we're going to do it on the 27th of April, but we'll be also be doing radio interviews before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Are you allowing for com- com- comments uh, with the radio interviews? Are you asking for input at this stage? Um, no. no, no social media input. No. Oh Not no, yet. social media. We well now that we've put it out there, I think we have always wanted to see how young people are feeling it, so that we can better it. 
um, not only young people, but people who do access it. So that we know mm. if there are spaces that they feel like this is missing. Well, that's there, but it shouldn't be there. I think more for input, yes. In terms of radio interviews, I think the reason we said no is because this is, as the two of us, this is our first radio so interview. So what, what are the social, inter, uh, social uh, handles, social media handles where people can comment? Um, and we want young people to, to comment. We'd right? love young mm. people to comment. Yeah, too. on Twitter, we're on Twitter only. Um, we had to just take down the Facebook one, but Twitter is Gunfree SA. Then so at Gunfree SA. Yeah, so at, at Gunfree, Gunfree SA. Um, there's no Instagram up. We don't have it. Mm. So, yeah, so we're only Twitter. on Twitter. And you, yeah. s- you said Facebook, you took it down. Yeah, because mm-hmm. with Twitter, it's like controllable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now with Facebook, like we'd get people launching at us, eh, one guns, you know, so we just had to take down the page. Take, so now at least with Twitter, it's controllable, yeah. you know, yeah. All right, so young people go to at SA and uh, share your views there. Mm. That can form part of your research, I guess, for the next toolkit as well as your your interviews that we'll be uh, conducting as well. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the website, I mean, the link, where is it available? So the, the website, we can give it now. It's www.safetytoolkit.org.za www.safetytoolkit.org.za Yeah, then the official website for the fund, the organization is www.gfsa.org.za yeah, But for the toolkit, people can just go to www.safetytoolkit.org.za or okay. they can just Google Gunfree SA on, uh, on Google. Hey, how much is the toolkit? It's free. It's free. Yeah. All right. So they can just download it. So they yeah. basically just need data for it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's easier online. So that's one of the reasons why we wanted to launch it so that it's available on a global scale. So we also have hard copies that we will be distributing awesome. to schools. Um, unfortunately, we didn't have for you guys because we ran out of. It's fine. We can yesterday. also go to the website yeah, and, and yeah, get. I mean, yeah, the, yeah. get the link there. Definitely. So thanks so much, guys, for coming through. We appreciate and what you're doing. Yeah, no, keep thank doing you. it as well. Hopefully, we'll come back um, before the next launch on the twenty second of twenty seven of April. Yeah. You said so we're going to be doing launch. under Freedom Day. So it's hashtag Freedom from Fear. Freedom from Fear. So okay. it'll be under the Freedom Day All right. calendar. Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, Marianne Lubele, Youth Project Officer for Gunfree SA and trainer at the Children's Radio Foundation, and uh, Dumi Tiola, who is youth activist and volunteer at Gunfree SA.